بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والحمد لله رب العالمين ولا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له له الحمد وله الملك يحيي ويميت وهو على كل شيء قدير نحمد الله ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا فإنه حق من يهدي الله فهو المهتد ومن يضلل فلن تجد له وليا مرشدا ونصلي ونسلم ونبارك على محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن اتبعه بإحسان إلى يوم الدين As always, we start in the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most compassionate, the most merciful, the everlasting, the one and only, the beginning and the end. And we pray for peace and blessings upon the Prophet Muhammad and on his progeny and and family and his companions and upon all those who follow in the footsteps of the Prophet until the hereafter. We are now in the month of Shaban, the month that directly precedes Ramadan and Ramadan is at the doorsteps. It is but a few days and Ramadan would be with us. The month of Shaban was the month that the Prophet would start gearing up for Ramadan by fasting most of it. And in some reports, the Prophet ﷺ said that the month of Shaban is the month where your books are closed and your accounts are settled before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in preparation for new books and new accounts with the coming of Ramadan. And the Prophet ﷺ would often repeat that he would once that he would fast most of the months of Shaban because he wanted his accounts to be presented to the Lord while he is fasting. It is a month of dhikr. It is a month of deep remembrance and reflection and preparation and gearing up. Preparation not to simply abstain from food and drink from sunrise till sundown because that is simply 
the physical act of fasting. But the deeper meaning of fasting is al-ta'abud and al-ibadah, that you are in a state of ibadah, in a state of full acknowledgement of your Lord and a full acknowledgement of your place on this earth and the meaning of creation. Each Ramadan is an opportunity for us human beings to remember the moment of consciousness, the moment that we become on this earth and to remember the moment when this consciousness will be extinguished. Every night that you go to sleep is a mini reminder of the state in which you will be robbed of this consciousness. When your, the stem of your brain ceases to act, to act or ceases to be in, in a, in a uh, in a vibrant or it actually goes completely dormant uh, it's a small death before the big death Ramadan is a state of ta'abud and Sha'ban is a state in which you prep up and prepare yourself for this ta'abud during the month of Sha'ban I spend a great deal of time reminding myself and reflecting upon Allah's command and Allah's declaration وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ مَا أُرِيدُ مِنْهُمْ مِنْ رِزْقٍ وَمَا أُرِيدُ أَنْ يُطْعِمُونَ I have created the jinn, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us. I have created the jinn and human beings. But to be in a state of ibadah, but to worship me. Allah wants nothing that is material and you can give nothing material. To Allah. You will not be, you cannot feed Allah. Allah doesn't want ta'am from you, doesn't want sustenance. Because Allah is self-sufficient and independent and whatever ibadah that Allah has decreed for us and ordered us to perform it is for our own good, and it is solely for our own good. If the entire earth and everything on it turns away from Allah, it takes nothing away from the Lord. And if the entire earth turns towards Allah, it adds nothing to the Lord. 
the Lord is self-sufficient because the Lord is the beginning and the end, the it and the all. But the ibadah, the acknowledgement and the recognition of your Lord is ultimately for you. What does it mean for Allah to say, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْإِنسَ وَالْجِنَّ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ I have not created the jinn or human beings, but to be in a state of ibadah. And I'm intentionally avoiding the translation worship because it is not as simple as that. Often translation deprecates meanings and dilutes meanings. We all know that a state of ibadah at the most superficial level is to form, perform the ritualistic acts, to do as commanded, to fast Ramadan, to perform prayer, to give zakah. But it is possible to do all these acts it is possible to do all these acts and not discharge your obligation of ibadah. It is possible that you pray your entire life, five prayers a day or more, but at-ta'abud lillah has not penetrated your heart, has not transformed you into a true state of ibadah. As Imam Ibn Jarir and Imam Ibn Abbas عنهم, from the Tabi'een said, Haqiqatul Ibadah Ma'rifatullah. That the truth, the kernel, the heart of Ibadah is to come to know, to come to know your Lord. To come to know your Lord is to be in a state of vigilant consciousness, vigilant cautious consciousness, that your Lord that your Lord is closer to you than your jugular vein. That there are no two persons except the Lord is the third, and there are no three except the Lord is their fourth, and no lesser than that, and no more than that, except the Lord is with them. To be in a state of knowing, and a state of knowing is not the mere performance of acts, it is tenderizing your heart with the awareness of what it means to be in acknowledgement, in full view of the Lord. We always come to this point. Is it possible to come to know the Lord and not fall in love with the Lord. 
if you know God, you love God. If you do not love God, then you do not know God. That is the very fitrah that Allah has created in us. What Allah has bestowed upon creation is as if an extension of the origin. The extension longs to return to its origin. What is the fitrah in all of us is the one and only truth, the one and only thing within us that is truly true. The one and only truth and everything else is a contingency and a mirage and that truth is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is the only pure, unadulterated truth. And to know that truth is to fall in love with it. Because the love of your Lord precedes your own. As the Lord has said in Hadith of Qudsi al-Maruf, Allah was a hidden treasure and wanted to be known. Known meaning not superficial knowledge, but an actual internalized knowledge that if you achieve, you cannot but be in full view of the meaning of a merciful, compassionate, good Lord, the source of light in the heavens and in the earth, the only source of unadulterated light. For a Muslim who wishes to truly achieve a state of ibadah, they struggle to see that light within themselves and see its true and genuine nature and that is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if they see that light, then to be in a jubilant state of reciprocating the Lord's love because the very act of creation is an act of love. The very fact that you exist, Allah's love has already preceded yours. As Imam Ibn Kathir says in his tafsir, it is as if the Lord says, if you seek me, you will find me. If you find me, you have found everything. If I pass you by, by, everything has passed you by. For I am more beloved than everything or anything. As Imam Kathir, Ibn Kathir puts it, it is not possible to seek the Lord without finding the Lord because as we know, if you take one step towards Allah, Allah takes ten steps towards you. And if you do find the Lord, then you have found the meaning of everything. 
And if you find the meaning of everything, you have found the true and genuine source of love in existence. Having said that, this is a state of dhikr that one starts launching into in the month of Shaban in preparation for Ramadan. Hopefully, the goal is by the time one reaches the last 10 days of Ramadan, one is closer to the Lord than ever and tastes the sweet, intoxicating perfume of the love of the Lord. It is as if it raises you up, purifies you, and allows you to see with the eye of truth of what truly God means to human beings and means to this earth. Hopefully by the last 10 days of Ramadan, you are able to see material things for what they are as false and superficial. And the light of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for what it is as the source of the one and only truth. The one and only source of purification. The one and only source of majesty and elevation. This is the munch of Shaban. Brothers and sisters, if you haven't started, it is not too late. Launch yourself. For you contain, with all your complexity and all your nuance as human beings, your core is the, 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 the essential and basic truth of who you are and what I am is the light of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that light deserves to be loved, not simply obeyed. رضى الله يستجب لكم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه وأن تبعوا بإحسان إلى يوم الدين Every Sha'ban, in preparation for Ramadan, I have another prayer that I never tire of. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us what Allah wants the seekers to accomplish on this earth, what I wish to accomplish in the hereafter concerns me and my Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala. But on this earth, Allah commands us to be 
عباد ربانيون عباد ربانيون the manifestation of the divine on this earth the manifestation of the hand of the divine on this earth I always tell you brothers and sisters that regardless of our current condition and circumstance we are the ancestors of a great people we are the ancestors of a people that understood that you cannot claim to love Allah without becoming the actual manifestation of the hand of the divine on this earth and how does the hand of the divine manifest on this earth the hand of the divine manifests on this earth through beauty and justice for a Muslim to be ugly or unjust is a contradiction in terms for it, can you tell me and I'll give it to your own fitrah you don't need a jurist you don't need a philosopher you don't need a theologian which is which is more consistent with the divinity of your Lord justice or injustice which is more consistent with the divinity of your Lord beauty or ugliness which is more consistent with the divinity of your Lord despotism and oppression or liberty and freedom I look every year I do other than a review of myself all of us Muslims are as if one body we are as, as if a single body that, ha that has a central nervous system when I see fellow Muslims in China two million of them in concentration camps and their organs being traded on the open market I recognize this as a blasphemy and aberration against the Lord when I see the suffering of Muslims in Burma and the extermination and genocide that is taking place against the Rohingyas I see this as an abomination against the Lord when I see that my own president has vetoed a resolution that refrains and restrains our country from participating in a bloody egregious unjust and ugly war that slaughters innocent Yemenis every day I see this and I understand it as an abomination of the Lord when I see the president of a major Muslim country the Sisi of Egypt come to the United States a despot who has tortured and imprisoned and killed thousands of Muslims and has destroyed hundreds of mosques in Egypt
and I see him received and honored in the United States, I recognize this as an abomination of the Lord. At the same time that the Notre Dame mosque burned in Paris, how many of us wept because a mosque in China as old as the Notre Dame mosque, the oldest mosque in China, as old as the Notre Dame church, was destroyed in the same week. Now, it is the manifesting the Lord on this earth that makes me then tell you the answer is not crying. The answer is not weeping. And the answer is not simply dua. The answer is that we Muslims in the United States have an affirmative obligation as part of our obligation of a ta'abud lillah that we rise, gain power, and become an instrument of justice on this earth. I dream that my country, the United States of America, would become a beacon for justice and freedom and liberty, i.e. godly values, on this earth. I am a U.S. citizen, and as a citizen, and the United States of America is my only country of citizenship. I have no other country of citizenship. I demand that my country uphold the values that I am commanded to uphold as a Muslim, the values of beauty, justice, freedom, and liberty. That the United States of America not defend despots and murderers and oppressors and genocide committers, but stands for values that represent the values of a Rabbaniya. To do otherwise is to sell our Islam short and to sell our Lord short and to dishonor our Lord, the most compassionate, the most merciful, the most beautiful, and the most just. Allahumma lana, wa'afu anna, warhamna, Allahumma hdina li aqraba min hadha rashada ya Ali ya azim. وانصر الإسلام وعز المسلمين يا علي يا عظيم يا رب الله forgive our sins and our oversights الله inspire us to draw closer to you in this month of شعبان and in the coming Ramadan الله grant us your light in our hearts so that we might become an instrument of justice and beauty on this earth Allah, make us the embodiment of divinity and the embodiment of Islam in this nation, in this country, in this moment, in this place. Ya Allah, Ya Rabbal Alameen. Wa afu anna wa rahmanan wa sallim wa sallim wa barik ala Muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa aqim as-salah.